Okay, Rabotai, uh, welcome everyone. Tonight's class, Nezad Hashem, will be uh, one of the greatest lessons of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Everybody's celebrating tonight, and I'd like to bring out a lesson that we take with us for our lifetime. And I'm going to start off with a Pasuk in the Tehillim. Seeing where the Bishimon Bar Yochai is exactly in the... Where's he going, Mike? He come back? <laughs> where is the Bishimon Bar Yochai? I got to make sure. Where is the Bishimon Bar Yochai in uh, this Pasuk in the Tehillim? And I quote, Alita Lamarom, Shavita Shevi, Lakarta Matanot, Adam. Again, it says, Alita Lamarom, what does it mean, Alita Lamarom? You went up to heaven, Shavita Shevi, you captured some capture, Lakarta Matanot, you took Matanot gifts, Adam, with Adam, through Adam. Now, if you look, how do you spell Shevi? Shin, Bet, Yud. Shevi, Shimon, Bar, Yochai. Now, what does it have to do with anything? Very good, Rabbi. You hinted us, by the way, even Bereshit, the first letter, the first word Bereshit, spells Rabbi Shimon, Yochai. You know that or no? How do I, how, how do I have that? Aleph, take the Aleph. That's Or. Take the last letter of Bereshit is Taf. That's Or Torah. The middle letters is what? Is Rashbi. Bet, Bar, right? Resh is Rabbi, right? Shin, what is? Shimon. Shimon, Bar. Yochai is the Yud, Bereshit. Understand? Or Torah. Aleph is the Or. Taf is the Torah. And the other letters is Rabbi Shimon by Yochai. You understand that? So from the beginning, Bereshit, there's a big inyan in Bereshit Shimon Bar Yochai. And now that, what's the Shevi Shimon Bar Yochai? So they, they bring down that Shimon Bar Yochai was a, uh, actually, the ghoul of Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a lot of Mekubalim that, that they speak out exactly who would be Shimon Bar Yochai was. Now, it says over there though, the Pasuk that hints out to the Bishimon Bar Yochai, a little more Shevi Shevi, the Chalmut of Adam, that Pasuk is going on when Moshe Rabbeinu he went ahead and he went to get the Torah. Now, there's a place in Shamaim called Marom. And in this place, the Luchot of the Torah was there. And it says Moshe went to go get those Luchot. However, as he was going, there was Malachim. Angels couldn't get to that place of Marom. It was too high of a level for them. It was like very, very high, different level. So the angels got involved and said, Moshe, where are you going? He says, what do you mean? I'm going to get the Torah. He says, you're going to get the Torah. Excuse me. Torah, you? Adam? You know what a human being is? You know what Adam is? You know what Adam is? They go to the bathroom, they pass gas, they blow their nose, they pick their nose, they pick their ear. You're going to learn, you're gonna learn the Holy Torah? How, how are you going to learn the Holy Torah? Who are you? Yeah, it should be for the angels. We don't go to the bathroom, we're angels. We don't this, we don't do that, we don't have... And all of a sudden, 
Moshe is there, standing there, saying, what? What am I going to answer? Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, answer them. Answer them. By the way, this is all the Gemara, right? says this. So he says, Moshe, answer them. Moshe answers back, Hashem, how am I going to answer angels? If I say one word that they don't like, they'll burn me in fire. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll burn me. So Hashem tells him, grab on my kiseh hakavod. Grab on my kiseh hakavod. And the what? The throne of glory. And answer them. And that's what he did. Moshe grabs on. And what did he answer them? Anybody know? What does he say? He started saying, Do you have kabeda vihavetimecha? Do you have honor your father and your mother? So you don't have a father and a mother. So the Torah says honor your father and the mother. So therefore, this is the biggest proof that the Torah doesn't belong to you. Now, in that pasuk, if you look, it says, Alita lamarom. Alita means ole, to rise up, to marom, to the kiseh, to the marom, where the, where, the, where the luchot are. Shavita shevi, Moshe brought with him the shevi, which was Shimon by Yochai, the Zohar and the Mekubalim, they bring down, there's something called Ibur Neshama. Ibur Neshama, sometimes in a car, you ever hear a car turbo? You know, I'm like, we get the turbo engine, wow, it's a V6, I don't know, whatever engine, and that. you have a turbo engine? Sometimes in Neshama, you have another Neshama clinging to that Neshama, and he can do superpowers that he never thought he could do in his life. It happens sometimes. Sometimes Neshamot comes to people when they do a very, very big mitzvah. They're like, wow, look at this guy. And the needs needs like a tikkun or something like that, or he needs to give him a boost. And he comes in as a Neshama, you can't even see, but it. And he, so he made an Ibu Neshama with Shum Bayochai, and he said, Lakakta Matanot, you took Matanot. Be'adam. You took matana. Which matana did he take? The Torah. Moshe took the Torah. Now the question is, why did he have to bring the B Shimon by Yochai up to Shamayim with him as Ibur Neshama? Why? Now to answer this, I'm going to quote to you the Zohad that Rabbi Shimon Yochai, Yochai says on this pasuk, in the beginning of creation, it says, first perek, pasuk kavav, kavav says, Vayomer Elohim, Naaseh Adam, Betzalmenu Kidmutenu. What does it mean, Naaseh Adam? We will make Adam. Now he says, Rabbi Shimon Yochai says, this is the pasuk, that refers to the accepting of the Torah. The schut that we got the Torah was because of this pasuk. Where do you see from this pasuk that we have the, the, the accepting of the Torah? Abba, you want to open up the window? You can open the window. It says, where do we know? Let's get Where do we know from this pasuk that you accepted the Torah? Huh? So, I'll tell you. When we first accepted it, he went to the nations and the nations started saying, what does it say in the Torah? We were the only nation that said, whatever it says, I am keeping. 
We have faith in you, God. Whatever you're going to write in the Torah is going to be perfect for us to keep. And therefore, I don't care what it says, we're going to keep it. So therefore, because they said, Na'aseh v'nishma, therefore the pasuk goes on, Vayomer Elohim, Na'aseh adav, B'zchud na'aseh v'nishma, you were able to receive the Torah. That's what Bishmur Chai says in the Zohar about this pasuk. Na'aseh v'nishma, since we, we, right away we said, Na'aseh v'nishma, Hashem says, you're zochet to get the Torah. And now that we know that, we understand why he's bringing Rav Shimon Yochai. Because look, you, you're the one who with Doresh, Na'aseh v'nishma, because of this. However, we have to know what about Adam? What is this Adam exactly? And that is, there is a big mahalokit. Who is greater? Humans or angels? Now, of course, uh, physically, we can't move as fast as angels. The angels, you look at the Gemariot, they move a billion times faster than you could ever move in your life. It's just, you, you see the Gemariot, it says in the second Perek of Meseh Hagigah, it speaks about all the angels, how big they are, how tall they are, what do they do, how fast they go up and down. It's very, very fast. You can't be physically clean. But who has greater uh, uh, power and things like that? Which is a greater level? And there's Malokit. One opinion says the angel, and one opinion says the human. Now, what's the understanding behind this? If you learn, what is Adam? Adam comes from the word Adama. Adama is what? Dirt. We're created, Adama is created what? From dust. But God blew into us a neshama. He blew into us. So therefore, we are composed. What's the ingredients of Adam? Like you make a cake, you know, you make a cake, you put some flour, water, sugar, eggs, there's that, margarine, I don't know. So how, how, what's the makeup, what's the ingredients of Adam? Adam is the dirt and what? You have also the Neshama. So therefore, he says, it can't be, one opinion says, it can't be we're greater than angels. Why? Because we come from the ground, we come Adama. We come from the ground, the angels are heavenly. We're what? We're Adama. However, there's another opinion, which was the Bishimon Bar Yochai's opinion, that says, Adam comes from, you write Adama, but what? Adameh. What's the difference between Adama and Adame? What does Adame mean? Anybody know what Adame means? Huh? Ah, oh, similar. I will be similar to. You know what it means? Adame, I will be similar to who? To Hashem. Adame le'elyon! Adama, Adame, Adam! You can learn it two ways. Adam could be either Adama, that you come from the ground, or it could be Adameh, it means that I will be similar to Le'elion, to Borei Olam. Rabotai, there's a sefer called Tomer Devorah, the Shlach Kadosh's promises on the sefer in the beginning. You look at the Askamah in the beginning, if you read it once a week or once a month, and they have this sefer, you know what the whole sefer is about? The ways of God. Emulating God. Hashem 
is has mercy, learn from him that you should have mercy. He's compassionate. Learn from him that he's compassionate. But what else could we learn from God? What else could we learn from Borei Olam? And that is, I'm going to tell you now, Na'aseh Adam from this Pasuk. What are we learning from God? And I'm going to tell you, nobody really asked me this question except you really. didn't ask a really question. But they bring down, the Sfarim bring down from this Pasuk, it opened an opening for people to think that there's more than one God. How? How? Because I quote for you in the English terms. And Hashem said, this is the art scroll. Let us make man. Let us make man. This is what the English of Naase Adam. Let us make man. Now, when you see those words, what does that cling a bell in your head? What does that say? Let us make man. That means there's more than one person. But we know it's not true because people stop at that pasuk. If you look at the next pasuk, it says Hashem created man. The next pasuk reads, Vayivra Elohim et Adam. By the way, it says Hashem created man, but Salmo in his in his image. So it says right after. So there's no question that God created man. So why does Hashem say in the prior pasuk, Naase Adam, let us make man? And I quote for you a Rashi. Rashi says, Anbatanuto Shela Kadosh Namadnumikan. We learn humility. From God. He's quoting, He quotes the humility of Hashem, like he had to, like, what do you think? He's like asking advice. He asked the angels, What do you think? He's asking the angels, What do you think? Who cares what the angels like? You're God, you do whatever you want. You want to be humble. It's like a person starts a company. And you started the company. You have 100 employees working for you. So now, you're in a meeting. Somebody comes over. Wow, what a company. Who made this company? And they say, I made the company. Or you could say, we made the company. Even though you know 100% that we did not make the company, it was the person, this one man who made the company. But it's a sign of humility to say, yeah, we made the company. You understand what I'm trying to bring out over here tonight? So God is saying basically, the reason why I'm doing that is because I want to show the people that they should be humble. Not only that, it says, when Hashem told Moshe to write the Torah, he got to this pasuk. And it said, Nasi Adam. Moshe said, I can't write this pasuk. Moshe said, I can't write this pasuk. He says, why not? He says, because people are going to think that two people made, made man. You and a bunch of other people. I can't write the pasu. Hashem said, write it anyway to teach the people to be humble. Like I humbled myself by saying, Kibyachot, to the angels, what do you think about Adam? What do you think? Like, he doesn't need their approval, but he did it to, to be nice. Or, or like, for example, like I'm telling you, like, oh, so, so to teach the people, what? Humility. Rabotai. And that's what it says. And there's a Gemara that brings down. Everybody's listening to this Gemara? Gemara in Holin says that 
ואתם הדבקים בהשם. אתם, us, אתם, דבקים את השם, we are cling to God. Now it says over there, why did Hashem pick us out of all the nations? Gemara says, because when He gave success to great people, either they became more humble or they became more arrogant. Now the Gemara says, eight people, eight people who God gave crazy and massive success to, and four of them, we'll go with three and three. Three, now we're saying three, but there's four and four. Three of them humbled themselves even more. And three of them had so much arrogance that they wanted to rebel against the one who gave them that success. And the Gemara says, which three, which three, where God gave success to, became more humble because they got more success. He says, oh look, Abraham. Do you know how famous Abraham was? You know, people want fame, you know. Fame, famous, rich and famous. They all know me. I walk around. I can't walk one block before 15 people saying, oh, how you doing? What's up? How you doing? Oh, look at me. I drive around. I put my convertible. I have my cigar. And oh, Rabbi, you should see. Now the black, everybody's looking. Look at this guy. Sharp guy. Look at Good looking with his gel back here. Crazy mouth. Walks out like a pumping G-man. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Famous. Abraham Avinu was so famous, wherever he would walk, they knew him. Imagine right now, you take a trip to wherever you're taking a trip to. Imagine you go to, I don't know, some weird place, Saudi Arabia, let's say. I don't know. Right? You go to Saudi Arabia, oh, wow, this guy's here. Wow. You go to the next place, oh, you go to London, oh, this guy's here. Wow, everybody's talking about you. That's Abraham Avinu was like that. He was so famous, everybody knew who Abraham Avinu was. He was the most famous person in the world. You know, you're famous. And don't forget, the wealth that he had was tremendous. He had so much wealth, servants upon servants upon servants. He had money, a lot of wealth. And besides that, he famous, kavod, honor. He, he was mekarev, so many people, Abraham. He brought people under the Shekhinah. He was the first one to, 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 to convert the people. You know that, right? He was a, Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu saw people, he brought them to Shekhinah. You, what are you doing? Hey, boo. You know how we did it. How are you doing? Very easy, by the way. Very easy. He made a whole big seudah. Free food. Who's not going to come for free food? Tell me. Free food. All you can eat, free food. Free food. Everybody's thinking, everybody's thinking, whoa, whoa. Is this really free? Like, how can it be free? What's going on? There's that. And guess what? People started piling in. And before they left, they said, okay, thank you, Abraham. He says, wait, where are you going? He says, no, I'm, 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 didn't you say free food? I'm, I'm leaving now. I finished eating. I'm leaving. He says, whoa, 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 whoa. It's free. Only if you say thank you. Thank you. He says, okay, thank you. So, no, 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 not, not to me, don't say thank you to me, not to me, not, not, not thank you to me, thank you to me to who gave you the food. He says, what do you mean, you gave me the food? They tell him, Abraham, you gave me the food? No, 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 I didn't give you the food. Hashem gave you the food, where's Hashem? Now, now he starts doing a debate, you know, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere, you know, and Abraham says, listen, the guy's like, thank you, I don't know, I don't know how to say thank you, I don't know how to say thank you, so listen, if you don't say thank you, you gotta pay. It's only free if you say thank you, if you don't say thank you, you gotta pay. So before you know it, he was making it people. People came in, he spoke to them, they enjoyed the meal, they enjoyed the chevra, they enjoyed everything like that. And guess what? Guess what? It was an amazing point. Now, let's continue. 
What did Abraham say after such success? Anochi afar va'efer. I am ashes, I am dust. Now, let's go on to Moshe Rabbeinu. The, we have three people. Moshe Rabbeinu, he was tremendously successful. He had so much uh, power that you see who could even talk to the king, Paro. No, you can't talk to the king, Paro. He had like open door policy. You know, you open up the door to the king, boom, how you doing? And what do you mean? Did he knock? No, I didn't. I have to knock. I'm Moshe Rabbeinu. How you doing? You know? He, sp- he had so much power in, 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 in everything. And again, he was the leader of all B'nai Israel. He took the people out of Egypt. He was in the Midbar. He was, imagine one rabbi for all the Jews. Imagine you have one rabbi. Imagine you have one rabbi for all the Jews. How many people had 600,000 men? Oh, how much honor he got. How much respect he got. How much fame he got. And again, he was very, very wealthy from the Luchot. You know that, right? He, the second Luchot, he was carving out the second Luchot, and the, the remnants of the second Luchot, the ma- remnants, could you imagine remnants? Like the, the piece, imagine you shave a little bit of gold, but, but this Luchot, he had so much wealth just from that, right? Of course, Rabotai. The reason why we say wealth, they use it for good, you know? They use it for good. Hashem knows who to give the wealth to, of course, because sometimes when people have wealth, they can use it for bad. They think they're all that, they think this, sometimes, sometimes Hashem knows. We can't judge, but what we have to know Whatever you, whatever you get, you have to try for good things. You have to pray to Hashem, do your thing. But at the end of the day, the third person was who? David Amelech. What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? What are we? Ma. What are we? And then you have, who was the third? David Amelech. David Amelech was the king. Imagine you're the king of Israel. And guess what? He knows his whole entire lineage will be king. Imagine I tell you, you're going to be king. And your whole lineage from you onwards... He's going to be king, 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 king. Wow. The dynasty of David and Melech, Mashiach, Ben David. Mashiach is going to come out of you, David. How great do you feel? Feel like a, like a champ. Wow, look at this. What did he say? I'm a what? I'm a worm. I'm not even a worm. I'm not even a worm. The worms eat the people at the end, right? At the end of the day, right? When we get buried, right? and everything like that. But as a worm, how did you come? How we created? We're a worm. Tiny things. How you created? Worm. I'm a worm. And then, that was the three people that one of the three three people that one that showered Hashem with success, and they became more humble than they are. Then he had another three people that the Gemara says over there that they had. The more, the more they got, the more arrogant they got. But oh, he got so much. Who's Hashem? Me Hashem. Who's Hashem? He was Hashem. Hashem gave you everything, this guy. Hashem gave you everything. Who's Hashem? Because you don't appreciate. That's the problem. In the beginning, Yosef, come, Yosef, do this, Yosef, do that, this, that. All of a sudden, who's Hashem? Right? Hashem loy kid Yosef, right? They say, what? New, new, new king that didn't know you, didn't know what, what's it called? Hey, they didn't know you said. What do you mean? know you said? He's an ungrateful man. You're crazy or something? Some people say it's a really whole new king. But some people say he was ungrateful. Mamash ungrateful. The guy, the guy, the guy ungrateful. He had power, fame, everything like that. He became more arrogant. Go look, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was the king of the whole world. You know, sometimes you have a king, just the king of Egypt. Sometimes you're the king of America, like the President Trump, right? He's like the king of America. But he's not the king of uh, president. He's not the president of uh, China or anything like that. 
Nebuchadnezzar was the king of the world. Imagine he's the king of the entire world. Hashem put him in power, and God rewarded him, him, his child, and his grandchild to be the king of every single country in the nation. 75 years. 75 years. Whoa. Hello. You would say he'd be more humble. What does he want to be? He wants to be like God. He wants to rebel against Hashem. Who are you? I gave you so much greatness and now you want to rebel? What are you doing? What, what goes in your mind? Then he had another one, Sanhariv. Anybody know who Sanhariv was? Sanhariv was the king of Ashur. Also him, he was a wise guy. Hashem gave him so much power and wealth and everything like that. He wants to rebel. Again, what are you rebelling against Hashem? Hashem gave you everything. Because the more, the more they had, the more arrogant they became. But the Jewish nation, he saw the more success they had, the more humble they became. The more Hashem gave you, the more God gives you, the more humble you have to become. Oh my goodness. Where do we see that? The Gemara in the fifth Perik of Mesechah Berachot says over there, the last page of the, the Perik on the top of the page, it says over there that, uh, how do we bow down? We bow down what? We bow down Baruch Atah Hashem, and Baruch Atah Hashem again Abraham, we bow down four times in the Amidah, right? He says, by Kohen Gadol, Kohen Gadol has to bow down at the end of every Melechah. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, every Melechah. And if you're a king, you got to bow down and stay, the first time you bow down, you got to stay bowing down until the end of the Amidah. He says, you're a king. But, but nobody else. A king, Kohen Gadol, and, uh, and, and a regular person. A regular person, I told you, like I said, you bow four times. You can't even bow down more if you would want to, right? They say, we don't, tell, we, we don't allow you to do that. You're going to keep on bowing down? No, 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 no. Kohen Gadol bows down every at the end of the King, once he starts bowing down, he Rashi explains on top of the page, you know what he says? He says, because, you'll read it on top, he says, because he has to be more humble than the regular person. Because the Kohen Gadol and the king, they got more from God. So when somebody gives you more and more and more and more, you have to be more humble, more humble, more humble, more, not more arrogant, more arrogant, more arrogant. People think, oh, yeah, look what I got, man. Look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. See that? See my car? You see my car? Bro, you see my car? Look, shoot. Wait, wait, let me, wait, stay here. One second, here. Oh, yeah, 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 than a regular person who doesn't have that many gifts of, of what you have. If you have whatever Hashem showered you with, Hashem showers everybody with, every, with everything, what they need. Every, even, every, even, even if they don't need it, Hashem showers them. Even if they don't need it, Hashem gives and gives and gives and gives. But if you're one of those people that Hashem granted you with other things that other people don't have, you can't feel better in your heart. Oh, I'm better than this guy because I have this and he doesn't have that. You have to feel more humble. I'm not the servant of this, and I still have that. That's what you have to feel in your brain. But people with, with, with no noodle in their head, they do the opposite. They think, oh yeah, I'm, more, I'm better than you because this. So now when you go to the wedding and you sing the guy, I'm going to say hello to him. He has to say hello to me first. You know? That's what happens, right? Sometimes you go, to, you go, you go on your block, and you want, who's going to say, he's, oh, there's a battle right now. Who's going to say hello who? to who first? I'm the, I, I'm the guy. I'm the guy over here. You're going to say hello to me. I'm not going to say hello to him first. Honey, say hello. No, I'm not gonna say, he should say hello to me first. What do you, you know, you know who I am? This guy, who's this guy? Who is this guy? Who is the guy? You know? that, 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 that's unfortunately, that's what happens, right? Meanwhile, the Torah, specifically Pekah what does Pekah say? 
הווה מקבל את כל אדם בסבב פנים. You know what it means, הווה מקבל את כל אדם בסבב פנים יפות? מקבל means receive him. Before he even says hello to you, you go and grab to say hello to him first. Do it. Do it. Be a champ. Fight your ego. Kill your ego. Yeah, I want to say. I want to say hello. I don't care. I want to still do it. Even though I'm greater, even though I'm better, even though... Still. Now, now that we know that, now that we know that, so the Gemara says, that's why I chose the Jewish people? Because I have a desire for that humility that you have in you. You are clinging to Hashem. How do you say you in Hebrew? Atem. How do you spell Atem? Aleph, Taf, Mem, Atem. You, the Jewish people, are the ones that are clinging to Hashem. What those words, three letters stand for? Aleph, Taf and Mem, Atem, you, the Jews. I mean, let me explain very clear. Abraham Avinu, what did he say? Anochi Afar Ve'efet. I am humble, I am the, uh, dust and ashes, right? How do you spell Efer? Aleph. That's, That's the Aleph of Atem. Now, what's the second letter of Atem? You. What is the second letter? Taf. What did David Amelech say to be humble? I am a worm, tola'at. A worm in Hebrew is spelled taf, beginning, tola'at. I'm a worm, I'm humble, I'm a worm, why? I don't deserve this, but God, you gave it to me, I'm so gracious. That's atem. Good? That's the taf. Mem. What's mem? Atem. What Moshe Rabbeinu said, what are we? Ma, the mem. Atem. Because the humility that you have, you're davuk to God. You are clinging to Hashem. And that's why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai said Adam. Why Adam? Now say Adam. Adam is Aleph, is like we just said. Avraham Avinu, that was humble. Dalid, that we said who was humble? David Amelech. And Mem for Adam, and the Mem was Moshe Rabbeinu, because he was humble. So therefore the connection is beautiful. You, the reason why I'm chosen you, the reason why you're my, you're my people, is because you humilify, you humble yourselves. Efer, Tolat, Ma. But you're also called Adam. You're Abraham, David, Moshe. Because you, in essence, have the humility to whatever God gives you something in His lifetime. Everything He gives you, you become more humble. And that's why God chose you. And this is... This is, in essence, the great lesson that we learn from Bishim Yochai. Rashbi, David, Moshe Rabbeinu took the Rashbi. He says, you're going to come with me to Shammai, with the Ubur Neshama, with the Ibur Neshama, with the pregnant Neshama, and we're going to grab the Torah together. Why? It says, Alita Lamarov, Shavita Shevi, Lakachta Matanot. How did you look at Matanot? How did you get the Matanah of the Torah? By Adam. Because of Adam. Because Adama, Adameh, because we are like godly. We learn from God. Just like when God said, Na'aseh Adam, He humbled Himself by saying, Let's make men, let's make human beings. He humbled Himself by saying that. We have to learn from His humility. And because we said, Na'aseh and we're Adam, we humble, God said, You're the nation. And this is a very great lesson that we have to take and we have to pertain in our lifetime that the more gifts that God gives us in our heart, what is humility? What is humility, Rabotai? You know what Bishwar Rechai said? Anybody who has arrogance 
The Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon Bechai says, anybody who has arrogance, it's like he's serving idols. It's like he's serving Avodah Zarah. Why is that? Why is it if a person has arrogance, he's like serving other gods? Why? You know what the answer is? Very, very, very simple. Very, very simple. Because in life, if you have arrogance, if you feel that you deserve, meaning, look at me, I deserve this, I deserve that, I deserve that. Look, why, why? Automatically, what happens? You believe, what well, that you weren't giving as a gift. If you believe that it was a gift, why do you feel that you're better than the other person? Hashem gave you a gift, and Hashem gave him a gift. So therefore, who gave you the gift? You didn't make it. God gave it to you. But if you feel that you made I made it. It was me that made it. And it's not a gift from God. It was me that made it. God said, oh, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. I gave it to you. So you're, you're denying the fact that I gave it to you? You're, you're doing Abu Dazara. It's like you're doing Abu Dazara. That's exactly the reason why. And that's why in life you have to know this year sword. Go look at Mitzvah Yasharim. He goes through the levels of a human being. You ever play like a video game, level one, level two, level three, level four? Go look. Each level he explains of a human being. Level one, level two, level three, level four. At the end, almost at the end, he writes a whole chapter of what? Of Anava. Being humble. Hashem loves the humble people. It says in the Pasuk, God gives charm to the people who are humble. Habotai. Charm, yes. Habotai, we have to remember this lesson. How we zokhev for the Torah? Because we were Adam, Nase Adam. We learned to be humble. Our midotovot. We have to have good character traits. Sometimes people get under your skin. I know, I'm with you. Sometimes people bug you out. You just want to just, come on, bro, come on. You want to... Well, it's not you know, something, you know? Huh? But at the end of the day, keep the cool, take a deep breath, everything's from Hashem, make the humility, and the more you're humble, the more God gives and gives. I know if I give this guy, he's going to be more humble, so I'm going to give him more. Oh, I gave him more, and he still stayed even humble? I'm going to give him more because he's going to be even more humble. And I love humility. So what does Hashem say? I have a lot of gifts up there in Shammai. I have a lot of gifts. Who am I going to give it to you? Oh, I know this guy. This guy, I know. The more I give him, the more humble he gets. But I love humility. So let me give him more and more and more and more so he becomes even more and more and more humble. This is a great lesson. You want matanot, you want gifts? Let's be more and more humble.